This podcast is brought to you by Rock My Wedding, the UK's most influential wedding brand. Happy New Year to you. Welcome to the very first episode of Rock My Wedding, the podcast for 2021. We hope you all had a lovely Christmas and New Year break, whatever you got up to. We hope that it was very festive and full of love and happiness. Today's episode of the podcast is definitely going to bring you some happiness because back in November 2020, I caught up with Lauren of Lit Photography, who has been a Rock My Wedding recommended supplier for quite some time now. And she is lovely. We caught up to talk all about everything wedding photography, but with a real focus on how you can feel your very best in front of the camera. So we talk quite a bit about self-love and how to be confident based on how you feel, what you wear, who you're with, your whole full rounded experience of photography. So grab a cup of tea, sit back and um, here is my conversation with Lauren that we did over Zoom back in November. Enjoy. Let's go for it. If we're, okay. I'm recording if you're recording. Let's. I'm recording if you're, yeah. No, so, um, yeah. It, do you know what? I'm past the stage of being stressed. So here in Northern Ireland, the guidelines have been very up in the air. So mm-hmm. I shot some amazing weddings this summer and they really inspired me to bring my wedding forward, actually. So we were supposed to be April. Then we right. moved to November. Then we moved from November to next April. And then I started shooting <laughs> weddings again. And I was like, what are we waiting for? And next year I'm so busy. And I was literally slotting my wedding in amongst shooting other people's weddings. Okay, and I not knew ideal. that wasn't, wasn't right. Like that's not how your wedding's supposed to be. Yeah. So then I was like, no, these weddings are incredible. And I had the most inspiring wedding I've ever photographed. And everything that could go wrong at this wedding went wrong. But the bride is an ICU nurse. And I mean, the most stunning and amazing person I think I've ever met. And they were supposed to get married abroad and then they didn't. Um, They had to, it got cancelled. Then they had a wedding with 30 people. And I got a flat tire on the way. But luckily I'd left, like I'd left. I always leave really early and my assistant was with me. So we still managed to get there on time. There was no rain in the forecast, but it poured down. I had arranged for them to go to like a city centre hotel rooftop and it was pouring down. But they embraced every single moment. I mean, every moment. And she literally said to me, she said, it was the most magical, perfect day of my life. And when all of this sort of happened in terms of planning and everything kind of went back into lockdown, she emailed me with the most beautiful email saying, Lauren, you were the person that taught me the joy in dancing in the rain. And I oh, was like, Oh, don't, Lauren, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I know. I literally bawled. Um, and that ever since, that has not left my head as we've went through planning. And I just, every single thing I'm like, that girl, and I mean, there was there's way more to this story. There was a lot more went on um, mm-hmm. and she had so many obstacles and she's literally on the front line of this whole thing. And for her to have had the most perfect day yeah. when everything that could have went wrong, went wrong. I'm like, I can deal with whatever's coming. Yeah, I can deal yeah. with not having my roots done, kind of. <laughs> hey, they look good to me. They look good oh, to me. No. It's a, it looks like a bit of a balayage you've got a going balayage, on there. A balayage, yeah. Bye. Thank goodness that's still a trend. Huh? Also, I'm in the same ballpark. I mean, mine are horrendous. Um, but yeah, that 
it's so lovely to hear that story and hear how it's inspired you as well. And I think that's probably one of the main things that we've taken from all of these COVID weddings, if you want to call it that, um, over the past couple of months is that everyone has just seemed to throw caution to the wind, go at it, you know, hell for leather. And they they just seem to have had the best day and just embraced what it really means to have a marriage, which, yes. you know, just do it, get on with it, work your way through it. And, you know, you come out of the other side, don't you? Oh, it's literally the best preparation for marriage. Like if yeah. you can get through this and get to your wedding day. And what I find is the emotions are so heightened. And for me, that's always been what drew me to weddings in the first place was that emotion. And I'm a really sentimental person and all of that. So for this to go back to what weddings are truly all about, and that is yeah. what this is doing, is if you can block out all the noise and you keep mm. your focus on I'm getting to marry the love of my life at the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to walk out there, husband, wife, 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 groom, groom, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's all going to be amazing. And that is, for me, the most incredible thing to keep hold of. And yeah. if anything's come out of this year, it's that. And I love it. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. I mean, we obviously have, there's such a massive focus on the planning because it's such an enjoyable and fun under usual circumstances experience. And it's um, yeah. it's a time where you learn so much about each other as well, that that planning process. And, and we love that, that element of, of getting married. But I think these last sort of eight months have really made people focus on the future and the, the togetherness that's going to be hopefully forever. And uh, yeah, yeah it, if we take anything positive from this horrendous situation, it's it's got to be it's got to be that, hasn't it? And do you know what? As well, what's shown me is there's so much you can plan still in a very short space of time. Mm-hmm. I think we had got so into the way of planning weddings two, three years in advance, and whereas now what I've seen, I mean, I have had three venues, two wedding dresses, three sets of bridesmaids dresses. I'm not even going to get into what else has changed. Oh God. But, yeah. <laughs> but not so have you been changing but, things each time you've had to postpone? Well, you've, no, not everything is down to COVID. I just had too long to plan. And right, like, okay. the first wedding dress I had, I didn't like it when it, when it came in. So it's right. still hanging in my brother's house. <laughs> uh, hey, you need to get that on Recycle My Wedding. Come I on. know, I really do. I share I really that with do. some planning brides. <laughs> It's a beautiful dress. It just wasn't me. Um, And then, so yeah, we um, changed the bridesmaid's dress again. I just had, it was a change of season, but honestly, I didn't really like what I'd went for anyway. So this has kind of given me a really good opportunity to have the wedding. I really feel we should have always had. Jason and I can be pretty socially awkward at the best of times. Uh, We have two kids and my son, Tyler, he has autism. So Mm. I don't know what we were thinking, planning a 130 guest wedding in the first place. This wedding (laughs) feels so much more us than what we originally should have been doing. So I feel like the universe has a way of bringing us to what we're supposed to do. But Mm. I mean, it's not to say we haven't gone all in. And especially now that all here legally all we can have is a ceremony we're lucky we can still get married I know in um, England users use their band but here we yeah. can still get married with 25 people but it's a ceremony only right so okay. we are throwing everything at this ceremony flowers yeah. galore styling galore and it's literally like I'm living out my style shit dreams it's amazing <laughs> um, I'm very excited to see <laughs> oh. 
So tell us a little bit, Lauren, then about lit photography and how your business came about and how long you've been shooting weddings and just a little bit about that so that all the, the listeners can learn a bit more about you. So um, this month actually marks four years since I bought my first camera. Believe oh, it or gosh. not, I picked, I'd always loved photography, but I was suffering actually postnatal depression after my daughter and I thought I'll buy myself a camera and it became like my security blanket and helped me recover oh wow and then I started photographing my kids and like I said my son Tyler has autism so and my daughter was only one so neither of them were ever for looking at the camera so I just photographed them very naturally and really wanted to showcase life through their eyes and I started posting on Facebook and all of a sudden people wanted me to shoot things. A friend I went to school with wanted me to shoot her wedding and I said, no, categorically not a mission. Am I doing that? Too much uh, pressure, right? Far too much pressure. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what I actually did? I went around to her house and I showed her all the photographers that I absolutely adored. And I said, this is who you should be paying your money to. Weddings are too important. Don't be trusting me. But she did. Yeah. <laughs> and... The rest is history. It kind of snowballed. So that was three years ago. I shot my Gosh. first wedding and here we are. I was working, actually then went back to work because I'd been off and went to work in politics for my right, things. Okay. Um, and <laughs> a year later, I was gone. I, I went full time and I haven't looked back since. So even Amazing. amongst all this madness, I love Amazing. it. I just love it. I find this really interesting that you're in two weeks time are going to be kind of putting yourself in the other seat. So how did you go about choosing your photographer? Because I imagine that was either super easy because you knew straight away or you're surrounded by so many incredibly talented people that it was like, uh, where do I even start? It was an absolute nightmare. Um, it wasn't, you know, it was kind of a very vicious circle because I have so many friends in the industry and so many of them I would have loved to photograph my wedding yeah but I wanted them at that stage when they could have came to come and enjoy the day and have a day mm -hmm. off but there was the photographer I have Mairead she and I both won awards the same night and we'd went for dinner and I loved her like I we just got on so well but we weren't close enough that I would feel bad for asking her sure. um, so that was it was relatively easy to be fair but it's not easy being on the other side um, yeah. My biggest concern was my Jason. He is terrible with a camera. You'd think he'd be good with it. Not so much. Um, and he's more picky than I am. Oh, and really? Yes. I, always, I tell this story to every couple I meet because normally you meet, if it's a, a girl and a guy and the girl will always go, he's awful in front of the camera. You're going to really have your, your work cut out with him. He's terrible. And I always tell this story because instantly put some at ease and I'm like no one can be worse than my own fiance we were having family photos taken by my mentor who I absolutely idolize and um he said do you want a couple of couple photos and I said yeah that would be lovely and he said to my Jason okay so if you whisper one thing you're most proud of in her ear and Jason went um um I bear in mind we've two children um <laughs> you take good photos I was like I'm gonna kill you so then he goes okay we'll just do a funny voice in her ear and he was obviously trying to make us laugh and Jason yeah. went I'm not I'm not doing that no. Oh, no so then he goes okay we'll just close your eyes then and Jason went if I have to close my eyes one more time I'm gonna fall asleep and fall off this rock 
<laughs> so no one can be worse than him. And if I can work with him, I can work with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Maria, to be fair, I kind of, I told her that story after she'd agreed to shoot my wedding. <laughs> and she, she was great. We had our warm up shoot and it made all the difference. Yeah. For both of us, I think, um, because it isn't it isn't be easy being on the other side of the camera, and I think that's good. Yeah, no. it's it's and it's really nice for you to put yourself in that position, isn't it, to have a better understanding of really how your clients feel and all of that sort of stuff. But I mean, you've mentioned engagement shoot or pre wedding shoot, so we might as well start there because we have had a couple of questions about that and whether it's worth it or you know sh- should you bother doing it. Basically, I mean, from my personal experience, we had an engagement shoot and. It was so invaluable to our wedding day experience because um, I don't mind being in front of the camera. I mean, everyone's got hangups, haven't they? That they don't like this angle or they don't like that, but fine. It's, I look how I look. I'm kind of, I'm all right with that. Whereas my husband is, he doesn't really care how he looks on the camera. He's just not bothered. Do you know, like for him, he's just like, I'm just not bothered about it. But we had um, the shoot and it was really great and enjoyed every moment of it. And then the wedding day came and we were both just so much more relaxed because we'd already spent three hours with the photographer. Um, We'd already sort of seen them and worked out, did we like them, which angles we liked, what we thought worked, all of that sort of stuff. And, And so when the wedding day came, I think we were one, more relaxed in front of the camera and two, much less aware of where the camera was because we weren't looking for it so much, if that makes sense. Oh, 100%. And I think it's that fear. You are always going to be scared of something that isn't normal. It isn't normal to be in front of a camera, especially for us here in the UK. We're not that type of you know, people that we are always in front of a camera or doing shit. It's not a typical everyday thing that you do. So it's always going to have that element of anxiety and fear around it. So it just demystifies it, doesn't it? It's like, oh, actually, like I always say to my couples, they're always blown away after their warm up because they look at my Instagram feed and they might be like, they all look so in love. We're not really a lovey dovey couple. And, you know, we don't really do PDA or we don't really do that. Uh, yeah. And and they've maybe seen stuff and they think that, oh, gosh, you know, what if we're really not like that? But what they then come away and are like, oh, sh- I was just sniffing her hair and it looks really romantic. Like, it's the most <laughs> least romantic thing in the world, but it looks super romantic. And yeah. they're kind of, especially guys, I think they're just like, what? You want me to do what? And then they're like oh wow that was really fun um so yeah it definitely does it it totally takes the the fear and that sting out of the whole thing and like you say I think having seen yourself through your photographer's eyes Mm. gives you that peace of mind for the wedding day and like you said you're not going to like every photo and anybody that thinks you know I I don't know anyone that loves every single photo in their gallery and that's normal and I think yeah. that's another thing to keep in your head it's those expectations and the warm-up will allow you to do that because you're like okay I only maybe like 70 80 90 percent but the ones I like I love and you only need yeah. to love do you know what I mean there's a process to yeah, it as well such but, a great point um uh, yeah um whereas I think if you go and expecting to love every single photo you'll always be disappointed and for me that's a big thing and what I always say to couples you know have your expectations and 
like I hate being in front of the camera I have every hang up going and one thing I've really worked on on the lead up to my own wedding has been that and that whole thought about learning to love myself and Mm -hmm. learning to look at the photo not looking for the thing I hate you know instantly I hate my tummy so I'm gonna look straight at my tummy in that photograph yeah whereas when I got our engagement photos back before I even opened the gallery I actually had a wee word with myself and said look look at these for look for the good in these look Mm. for how you're looking at each other and I opened them and did I have double chins in a couple yes yes I did um (laughs) yes I did did I even I do you know what I did wrong I really hated my outfit I try and again this is another massive thing I try to be to wear something that I normally wouldn't wear right okay yeah I'd overthought it I made every mistake that I tell my clients not to make but I did it um and I'd I'd ran out that morning and bought a jumper and hadn't even tried it on and then you wore it for the shoot so it was like something people always think oh I'll go get a new outfit whereas actually if you have something in your wardrobe that you absolutely love yeah wear that because yeah. you already know how you feel in that so that'll make the difference but I looked past that in the photos and I was like oh I don't really like that jumper but look yeah. at like look at the way we're laughing and look at the and way that's it isn't it it's it's yeah. think about how you felt and and look at the emotion rather than you know like you say we all do it and we're all guilty of it you look at an image and it's you and three friends you look at yourself immediately before you look at anybody else and you discard that picture because I don't know your arms in a weird way and it looks bigger than you want it to or you know you're laughing and you look a bit like a clown or whatever whatever it is but we are all guilty of doing that and I think that's such a good point to raise is when you're looking at your photos look at it as as a whole and uh, yeah you're absolutely right and make sure that you're comfortable like you say it's so important isn't it to connect with who you are and yourself if you feel comfortable and confident and always think about what your future self is going to think of those photos you know yourself Mm. like you look back at photos that you hated at the time and in 10 years time you're like oh gosh I wish I looked like that again and you have to remember that the the future you will absolutely adore these photos so don't just discard them if you're like oh I only like that I'm just going to save that favorite list and I'm not going to download the rest download every single one um because the future you will absolutely think you look smashing in that photograph. <laughs> you will yes. never be this young and this past me was so banging. <laughs> exactly. So are there any any tips that you've used uh, leading up to wedding you were saying about you know self-love and and all of that and appreciating yourself more is there is there anything that you've done specifically to try and train yourself to you know love yourself more that any other yeah. couples out there listening can can perhaps try and incorporate into the run-up to their own weddings massively so I have I've always advocated for this and I took my own advice cut down on the filters <laughs> definitely is the first thing okay we yeah. all see ourselves with filters or um and filters are great I love a good filter but if you start just getting used to what you look like in a photograph without a filter because I think oh, if I hear photoshop oh you can photoshop that or you can photoshop that you don't Again, future you won't want to be photoshopped. Mm. Future you will want to know what you looked like and how you felt at 
as you are and yeah. you're perfect as you are so I think that's one good thing um I also just have this fear that in 50 years time we're all going to be like why did we all run around with mouse ears on ourselves like you know <laughs> what what was that do you know what I mean though um so yeah it's always a good start but um to be honest and to go really deep on it I actually during lockdown I started going back and reading a lot of books I've read a lot of books about self-love and mm-hmm. I actually have a coach a therapist that I've went back to okay yeah uh, not specifically for this but it's played a huge huge part in actually me focusing on just learning to love myself and not everyone mm-hmm. needs to go see a therapist but there's amazing books just to really tap in meditating journaling as well just to be like getting to the crux of it all really yeah. um but that's very deep really there is a lot <laughs> There is it is, but I think you, you've raised such a good point because it can be such a barrier for getting through everyday life. That mm-hmm. lack of lack of confidence and, you know, lack of self-confidence, it, it can be such a barrier. And Massively. if there's any time or any excuse to try and work your way through that, it's because, you know, you, you've got a reason. You know, sometimes yeah. you might be going through life without a reason to actually fix it, but you want to feel the best version of you on your wedding day. So use that as a catalyst just to try and, you know. Massively. Love and yourself how many more. times, exactly, how many times do we hear, uh, wedding diet we need to go on a wedding diet oh I'm going yeah, to do yeah. this I'm gonna, and I, I did exactly that I massively did exactly that right at the start and what I found was I was beating myself into working out and dieting to fit mm. in a wedding dress but that mm. wasn't changing how I was feeling about myself you can lose as much weight as you want but if you don't do that work on your mind and how you feel about yourself you can yeah. be whatever size and not love yourself on your wedding day. And like you say, 100%. it is an absolute goal that I want to walk in to my wedding and just feel the best. It's yeah. going to get me emotional because it is like, um, it's such a milestone in our lives, our weddings. Yeah. And you deserve to walk in that day and feel like the best person in the in the world. Yeah, yeah you, know. you do. You absolutely absolutely do and and you know it's the whole wedding dieting and all of this has never been something that we've ever advocated at Rock My Wedding we wholeheartedly disagree with it we agree with feeling good and yes. feeling healthy and feeling confident and making lifestyle changes you know nothing yeah. nothing should be a crash anything just for your wedding it should Massively. anything that you change should be because it's better for your lifestyle and you know your future together you know so yeah totally on board with everything that you've just said there (laughs) and I'm sure that you're going to feel just amazing when you walk down the aisle I'm genuinely so excited it's amazing because we've been talking about this so much um Mm. and again a way it's been a blessing that the wedding was postponed because it's given me that extra time to really feel so much better in myself and you know lockdown the first one that was when I did when I actually went back to therapy um just I wasn't ill or anything but it was just for that exact reason I just wanted to feel really good and take that time to work on myself so it's given me a blessing in that I've had that time so that I'm actually going to feel even better on my wedding day than I would have if I'd got married back in April so yeah always a self like you say it's funny it's funny how the old universe works sometimes Mm -hmm. isn't it and you know if it's meant to be, it's meant to be and all of that sort of stuff. So if it's all right with you, I would like to go on to our reader questions. Yes. Um, oh we had some we had some really, really 
good questions come in. So we'll, we'll go through a few and let's see how we get on. So a general photography question is what shots are couples always most happy about or glad that they did? Family ones, family ones. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Well, I remember when I started, it was kind of a thing about, you know, family photos and they take so much time in your day and, and da, 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 do you really need them? And can I say it's the one thing that every couple are so glad they took the time to do and mm. they don't need to be painful they don't need to be stiff and awkward and all of that they can be really fun and um, it just takes a bit more organizing in advance and that's mm-hmm. just a matter of chatting with your photographer making sure that you assign one person on each side of the family responsible for rounding up and schedule them in straight after the ceremony before everyone disappears and goes to the bar yeah. and does whatever else but they're always so glad that they've got them. Um, yeah, and I think I would agree with that actually because I I didn't print many of my wedding photos, but the ones that I did print or one that I really desperately wanted to print was a photo of Anthony and I with our nans yes. because it just doesn't happen that much. And yeah. then I, I remember looking back through and thinking, oh, I don't have a photo with just my dad or I don't have a photo with just my mom. Like I have mm-hmm. a photo with us together, but... I don't have those like individual ones. And yeah. I think it, it, it is at the time, you don't really necessarily think about all of those really special ones until you look back and think, oh man, I wish I'd have got that one. So I can I can understand that about the whole family thing, definitely. Yeah, they take literally three seconds. It's three yeah. seconds and you have it for a lifetime. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I, I just think family is so important. And I know obviously with everything going on and, and elopements are a big thing and but if you've got if you've got your family there, take that three seconds to get that photo. Again, yeah. your future self will thank you for it. It's one I'm really, I'm really, I always cry. I always <laughs> cry. It's just so emotional. I love it. I'm so emotional. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's 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 definitely worth taking the time for. Yeah, great. Uh, we had a couple of questions about pre-wedding shoots, but I think we've covered that off really. You know, we've yeah. we've talked about that in quite some depth. So I'm, I'm hopeful that those who asked about engagement shoots or pre-wedding shoots kind of have taken what we've said and feel confident to go ahead and do that, to know that it will more than likely give them a boost for their wedding day. Definitely. Oh, it definitely will. And yeah. it's also really nice to, to have those photos of you just looking in your regular clothes do you know what I mean like how often yeah. do you have an excuse just the two of you to go get a photo yeah. like photos of you two together and like especially for us it's always us with the kids it's never just us two so yeah. for us just to have some photos of us again you're never going to be this young again yeah and it's moment. that no selfie photo isn't it because generally I yes. think if you're trying to get a photo of you it's a selfie which a is selfie. another thing that I think is a bit of a and not an issue but um uh I can't think of another word. So that's the one I'm going to stick with when it comes to your expectations, because people are so used to taking this angle, aren't they? Angle, 100%. If you could see what I'm doing now, everybody who's listening, I've got the perfect (laughs) selfie pose going on. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that's a a big thing, isn't it? We're so used to doing that now that actually photos don't really look like that. No, and they really, and we don't know what we actually look like. Yeah. I, I think that's another tip that, that we kind of didn't touch on even in terms of preparing for your photos is make sure that you're asking people to take photos and don't again don't just disregard all the other ones because we all take about 15 and then only just pick the one yeah but have a look and start to look at those different angles because you will get all different angles it's the only good thing about having a professional is we do know the better ones but don't forget there are going to be people if you don't go unplugged 
who are going to take photos of you from all those different angles anyway. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next question is, um, we didn't have a photographer at our COVID wedding. How can we go about recreating wedding photos? Oh my gosh. There is, oh, get the glad rags back on and go <laughs> book yourself a shoot. We as photographers love this. So many of us offer them as like day after post-wedding shoots, they're called. Yeah. And just go and get them. I did one for a couple there not that long ago. Just just for fun um mm. it's something I've done a lot recently but they again they hadn't been able to get their granny and granda to the wedding so they brought right. them to the beach and we did a wee shoot for them they had all the stuff on the grandparents wore their things oh, again did you cry again yes I did yes I did I'm very emotional but I got a photo of the granny and granda then by themselves and it was the best couple photo I ever took but definitely Aww. do not ever you don't just have to wear that dress once, those outfits yeah. once. Get it back on and get yeah. out and go to an epic location. Make a weekend out of it and just really stretch it out. And if you've had a COVID wedding, you deserve to stretch this as long as you possibly 100%. can. 100%. Yes, love that. <laughs> okay, next question. So how do you get natural photos that you don't look back at and think that you look awful? I think you might have answered this before, talking about your future self and, self. and looking back and... Um, trying to be like authentic you yeah and I think the key is as well to have a good conversation with your photographer like you said when it came to yours you had your warm-up shoot but even if you don't have a warm-up before you even get to that stage when you're picking your photographer make sure it's someone you can have some banter with like have some fun with yeah. that you will actually just be able to breathe forget the cameras there is a really silly thing to say you can't ever fully forget but a lot of us have ways and things to make you do that will distract you. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, you know, there's ways and, and things. So I will always get a couple in quite a snuggly position or I'll, I'll maybe position them again for the more flattering pose. But mm. I hate the word pose because I'm never going to actually ask you to stand and look lovingly into each other's eyes because that ain't going to work. <laughs> but... You know, what we do, a lot of us will play games with you or play, get you to, like I always ask them to whisper the alphabet backwards in the other one's ear or um, another one is if you whisper or say out loud, whatever it is, the ingredients to a recipe and then the other person has to guess what they're describing. Oh, this is so much fun because right now all I'm trying to do is do the alphabet backwards. <laughs> it's really hard. I cannot do it. I've asked so many couples and I still can't do it myself. I literally um, can't get past Z. Yeah, but then it, it makes you laugh and it makes you have yeah. some fun and you're so busy concentrating on that that you're not thinking. But we have done our job in that we've put you in a flattering position and then we just let the magic happen. So yeah. yes, it's kind of staged to a certain degree, but it's still a real laugh. It's still a real smile. It's very natural. And that's when it comes to couple portraits. Obviously, the rest of the day, we're going to be yeah. shooting you documentary. It's really, you know, as it is. And the best advice I can give in that is be in the moment. Enjoy your wedding day remember that this is your one shot to have the best day of your life and mm. if you just embrace every moment you will have the best wedding photos ever yeah I agree um, with you totally yeah. so yeah you um you touched on there about uh choosing a wedding photographer that you've got some banter with 
obviously you're going to be naturally more relaxed with somebody like that. Is there anything else key that, I know I'm going a bit off topic here, but anything else key that you think couples should look out for when they are trying to find the right photographer for them? So someone obviously who makes you feel naturally comfortable anyway, but anything else that you think people should be looking out for? See, a lot of people will go straight onto a photographer's website or their Instagram and just look straight at the photos. I always say, go read their About Me page and see if there's anything in there that you connect with that, Mm -hmm. you know, I always find a lot of my clients, we all love the same things. So it gives you so much to chat about. Like I have had so many videographers ask me, oh, how long have you known the bride when I walk in in the morning? And I'm like, oh, we just met first time in real life, you know, but we have, you know, we have, we love the royal family I'm obsessed with Meghan and Harry like you know we love we we love all the same things so by the time it just that instantly if you connect with someone like that and you'll find that on their about me page and if you don't well then have a consultation Um, and the other thing is look at the people in the photos so don't just look at the scenery and everything else look at the people how do those people in those photos look Mm, that's Um, such a good tip yeah it's, yeah, it's one that, I don't know that I'd necessarily have thought of that, but you're right. Yeah. How how relaxed and comfortable does everybody look? Yeah. Yeah. That's how really do, interesting. Yeah. And look and ask yourself, do I want to, f- how does that make you feel? And do I want mm. to feel like that on my wedding day? And don't get me wrong. Like we all, a lot of us do the good old hipster and moody looks and all that. And that's grand. But, yeah. you know, we'll always have, how do you want to feel on your wedding day? And does the, the photos that you're looking at from that photographer, did they make you feel the way you want to feel on your wedding day. Yeah, I, I guess that's one. such an important question, isn't it? As well, it's it's how your how the photographer you're speaking with talks to you about your day like that. It's it's not all about how do you want your day to look. It's how do you want to feel because it's such an emotive thing, isn't it? But it's it's one thing that I kind of learned early on. I think so many of us look at the aesthetics of weddings and presume that photography is all about the aesthetics. And yes, there is a lot to do that, but. I can't tell you my first few weddings we shot the whole thing against a a bush like it was just that was all we had to work with and the photos were amazing like like I said that kind of snowballed into my career and yeah we as photographers can make the best out of anything aesthetically we can you know if we're worth our salt we can make the most plain whatever anything look great yeah but we can't make it feel great and we can't and you will always associate how you feel with how you look back at those photos and again I have had a friend of mine who had the most beautiful wedding photos but she didn't have a good experience having those photos taken so right. she didn't print one of those photographs not one oh, and they gosh. were all technically they were brilliant composed mm. beautifully edited lovely but she didn't she associated that photograph with that experience and it's all yeah. psychological and yeah. so yeah, it's yeah. just about remembering that and ask your photographer, how do you work on a wedding day? What's your process? Like, yeah. you know, the way I said about, what, you know, when do you do family photos? How long can we expect to be away for? Things like that. Yeah. Um, and make sure their expectations and yours are aligned right from the get go. Yeah. Well, that was the next question, actually, was to be about how can we make sure the photographer's got enough quality time when it comes to planning the order of the day? So like you're saying there, really, the answer to that is speak with your photographer make sure they understand the order of the day how much time you've actually got and then I guess you arrange 
how you're going to do things based around what time slots that you've got, I guess. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think even at the very outset, a lot of people, a lot of photographers will have kind of the be- the way they work best and everyone's different. You know, I yeah. have, I, I shoot one way. My, one of my best friends would take maybe longer. One of mine can shit quicker we all have a different process so it's always good to ask well what is your process what how long do we need to be away for um how long do you need us for and how do you work it and everyone will be different and there's no right or wrong there's just about making sure that that's aligned with what you want yeah Um, sure well I've absolutely loved chatting to you. That was so much fun. And I wonder if we could just round off by giving, if you could give your, say, top three tips for feeling confident and making the most of your wedding photography. No pressure, Lauren. Oh, wow. (laughs) I really should have had this done and I don't. Communication. Don't ever be scared right from the get-go, long before your wedding, communicate with your photographer drop them an email and you'll find as well again when it comes back to picking your photographer make sure that that communication is good right from the get-go photographs are made what long before the the wedding even happens it's all about the preparation yes. so right don't expect it to show up on the day and it all just kind of fall into place it kind of takes that teamwork from the get-go yeah you've got to put some um, work in before you get there yeah. yeah two would be take the time to really think about yourself invest in yourself and I'm, I don't mean financially I mean time energy and really focus that back into you in the preparation of your wedding um, and really work on loving yourself and mm-hmm. feeling your best on your day yeah. and that I mean in wedding planning even you get lost in amongst the madness so make yeah. sure even the week of that you are taking that time to to really do the things that you need to do whether it's meditate yeah. journaling breathe to breathe (laughs) and yeah and number three would be following on from that would be embrace your wedding day have the best day of your life and just take a moment as often as you can to stop and be like this is my wedding this is my day we're here this is it and breathe that in and just feel it feel all the feels yeah. and that will make Lauren cry photos. All yeah. the <laughs> I swear uh, well, I just love that it. is that is perfect and um we will wish you the very very best of luck in two weeks you'll by the time this goes out you'll already be married but right oh now I'm wishing you the very best of luck oh, um thank you so much thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me there you have it that was my little zoom catch up with lauren from back in november she will be married by the time this comes out so many congratulations to lauren um, and we hope that she had an amazing day i'm sure we'll be seeing some photos of it soon i really enjoyed chatting with lauren and i think she made some really great points about self-love and self-confidence and working on that as a lifestyle change not just something to get you up to your wedding I hope you enjoyed it and if you would like to speak to Lauren about your wedding photography you can find her in the show notes to this episode or in the description of the podcast wherever you're listening to it there are links to her profile on recommended on rock my wedding there are links to her socials and to her website as well so feel free to reach out and give her a call have a chat book her because she's great.
If you enjoyed the episode, which I hope you did, it would be really nice if you wouldn't mind leaving us a little five star rating and review on over on Apple Podcasts, mainly because it helps other couples to find us and listen to all the great free content. And that brings us to the very end of this episode. And I'm going to leave you with the task of trying to recite the alphabet backwards, because I am still yet to, <laughs> to get from Z to A. I've got like Z, Y, X, and I recorded this back in November and I've not got any further than that. So good luck with that. We'll see you in two weeks. This podcast was brought to you by Becky and Charlotte from Rock My Wedding, the UK's most influential wedding brand. For more content, visit rockmywedding.co.uk, follow us on Instagram at rockmywedding, or buy the book Your Day Your Way from Amazon or any leading book retailer. This podcast is produced by We Are The Clarks.